When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. First, like, I'm a little worried because we've got two women doing this interview with no male supervision. Oh, no. What's going to happen? I don't know. What if I push the wrong button or blow something up? Oh, my God. What if our cycles sync up and we murder each other? We probably will. I mean, it's not safe. Bears could come get us at this point. Nikki Glazers, who's here with me today. Nikki, you are at Comedy Works South this weekend. Have you yes. been to Denver before? Oh, so many times. Yeah? I went to University of Colorado Boulder for my freshman year of college. No way. Yeah. I loved it. I love Colorado. So it was like my number one place to go as soon as I graduated high school. And then I couldn't really afford it. No one can um, afford C. It's Boulder. crazy out of state. It's probably crazy in state too. But um, and then I transferred to Kansas. But um, Colorado's where I f- did my first stand up gig was on campus freshman year at the university um, at Old Main in this big building on campus. And no, it was the first way. time I did stand up. Yeah, yeah. You started stand up when you were eighteen. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, so that was the first time I did it, and I um, instantly loved it and was like, "This is what I want to do forever." And my parents were like, "Why don't you finish school first? And so I did. Um, I was an English major. I'm Woo! almost fluent and uh, still working on it. But uh, yeah, and I just, I just, I just picked whatever I could like major in to get done with school as quickly as possible, so that I could pursue my dream. And I, I did stand up all through college, and then by the time I graduated, I moved right to LA to like go make it. And then I didn't make it, and I moved back home to St. Louis, and then moved to New York, and then LA, and then New York again. I've been back and forth a lot. That's awesome, though. You get experiences, yeah. right? Yeah, it's all. I, I think I'll hop coast the rest of my life. Which um, do you like better, New York or LA? I like New York just because it makes me work harder. Everyone there, it's such like a hard way of life because you have to walk everywhere and schlep things, and you live in a tiny apartment. And everything's expensive and everything's loud and people are crowded mean to you. and yeah, people aren't as mean as you think. People just stick to themselves. That's not. That's kind of like a misconception, but. It's just a harder life. So to be there, you have to really care about what you're doing and really um, want it and be really hungry. So it forces you to work hard because you see everyone around you working hard. Because otherwise you wouldn't live in the city because it's a, it's not easy. It's a hard life. Whereas L.A. is a super easy life. It's beautiful. You drive everywhere. You have more room. Rent is cheaper. Not cheap, but cheaper. And um and you kind of get lazy. You're like, okay, I'm just going to go to the beach or whatever. But in New York, you just work, work, work. Yeah. So that's why I like it. But when I need to relax, I go to LA and I kind of. It's nice you take got options. Yes, it's nice. Those are my only two options, though. If I didn't have, if I didn't have to live in New York or LA for my job, I would live in Denver a hundred and ten percent. Like I'm obsessed with it here. My best friend lives here. My best friend, who I met my freshman year, lives right down the road. And she has a kid and a husband, and I. So any chance I get to come to Denver, I come to visit her because she's like my lifelong best friend. And I think you should live here. It's right in between New York and LA. I would love to live you here. You can go both places. When I finally tire of the business and it beats me down, I will live here a hundred percent. But I feel like right now you're so on the upswing. You've got so much going it's on. A big upswing, yeah. I yeah. think it's. I, I am on the upswing. I've been working really hard, and it's starting to kind of pay off. And. I'm just comfortable with who I am as in my voice. Like, I just know what I want to say. And, 
you know, you don't, you're, you're, I'm not second guessing anything and, um, and I'm just really confident. And I think that that's the thing that I'll, uh, comedy comes from this deep insecurity and, and, and wanting to be a comedian is like wanting to be loved by strangers. And then you start realizing like, you start liking yourself and you go, okay, well, I don't need their validation. I still seek it obviously. Cause I'm here. Um, but I just am more, I'm, I'm a woman now and I know what I know and I know what I don't know and I'm excited to find out what I don't know, but I'm also, I'm I just, the older you get, the less you care and that is so freeing as a artist. I feel like you just so perfectly summed up the transition from going to your 20s into your 30s. Like yeah. you're so desperate in your 20s and then you get into your 30s and you're like, oh no, I'm good. Yeah, I'm not, I got I'm, this. I just, yeah, I feel... You know, I'm, it's constantly a struggle to like myself and to accept myself and to feel good about where I'm at and to not want more and want more things and, and why am I not getting this? But um, I'm really grateful for being able to say what I want on stage whenever I want and to have found comedy like so young because it takes you at least 10 years to get really good. So I was lucky to find it early because then by the time I was 28, I kind of had my like I I had been doing it 10 years so I was still young but like was able to finally be in a position where I could go on stage and kill and not worry about killing and just know I was gonna kill like I'm gonna kill yeah. this weekend at the Comedy Works Denver absolutely the I South find location it, I find it really interesting for you to talk about your insecurities your vulnerabilities because what you project in your comedy is so totally secure hilarious the subjects that you cover are insanely relatable. Thanks. Which, I mean, I love. Basically, I like seeing somebody who represents me get up there and just talk about things that matter to me, that are funny to me. Yes. I just try to be honest. Like, I really am inspired by people who are honest. And I remember my dad kind of had to come to terms with, like, the stuff I talk about on stage because I'm very sexual on stage and I talk explicitly and very honestly about my sex life. And um, I remember my dad early on being like, the way he was able to like cope with it was like, you're just the Howard Stern of women. And I was like, I love no, that. You're the Nikki Glazer. Well, I comedy. love Howard Stern. And I just think that people need to be more honest because I think we're all just trying to project that our lives are perfect and mine isn't. And I struggle with low self-esteem. And every day, every single day, I wake up and I hate something about myself. And then I try to just like embrace it and get through it and love myself. But, um, it's a constant struggle, and it's so nice that I get to work out my emotions on stage by talking into a mic because I don't know how otherwise I would do it. I mean, oftentimes I'll um, be feeling a lot of things. A guy will hurt me, and I'll be like, how do I take this out like creatively? And sometimes I'll write a joke about it, but then I'll pick up a guitar, and I'll try to learn a Taylor Swift song. She really helps me a lot. Oh, God, She's right? someone I relate to. She's like who I want to be comedically. I always call myself the Taylor Swift of comedy because I talk about breakups by the way, every I hate that Taylor Swift gets a reputation of like, don't date her. She'll talk about you on stage or in her songs. It's like, yes, yeah, so will Bob Dylan. Yeah. Everyone's writing about heartbreak. Right? And then She's you have no a Taylor different. Swift song written about you. So you can say, hey, you know that number one hit? It's about me. Yeah. I You're mean, welcome. She writes some of the greatest. I, I love her so much. So I just try to, um, I'm just really inspired by people who are honest. So I just try to be as honest as possible because- I think we all fundamentally think we're bad people and that like, oh, if I'm honest with my feelings, then people will know that I'm a terrible person. And I'm like, I know I'm not a bad person. 
So I'm just going to be honest and hopefully people can relate and feel like they're not bad people because they see me saying these things and they don't feel so bad. So I'm really just trying to be a voice that I would have appreciated as a young girl because I feel like when I grew up, it was like Britney Spears and Jennifer Aniston. And like I looked at celebrities and I was like, they're perfect and I'll never be perfect. And it made me hate myself. And I would have loved to hear a woman that I kind of looked up to who seemed to have it all together kind of go like, no, I feel like a fat piece of garbage today and be like, you? And like, you have depression? You get insecure? Like, that would have been so much for me. So I try to like say those things as much as possible so that I'm literally just trying to speak to my 17-year-old self and be like, it's okay. You're going to be okay. Everything is fine. We all feel this way. You're not alone. Yeah. And um, and I think that's what every artist should do is to make people feel less alone with their own feelings. I think that's really amazing, especially because comedy does speak to teens. I know growing up, comedy was what I did instead of make out with boys. Yes. sat in the basement and watched classic comedy because that yes. was what was cool. So having somebody that people can directly look up to, because while I looked up to Steve Martin and Monty Python, I'm never going to be a British man. It's just not going to happen. never will be. I'm sorry to tell you that. But young girls are going to be you one day. Yeah. And even if a young boy watches me and he can never be me one day, like you could be me one day. Like you, it's, yeah, I just, I just, it's almost selfish the way that I, my philosophy on what I, how I write and what I write is like, I'm just trying to reach myself at that age because I really could have used it. I was like a very tortured, depressed child I was anorexic I was depressed I was bulimic I I went through so much and I I'm on the other side of it and comedy really helped me but what really would have helped me is for people to be celebrities and people I looked up to to be more honest about like what it's really like and it's not all yeah. Photoshopped like you don't need Britney Spears saying she loves to eat pizza when it's like, we know you've we never know touched you don't. pizza. Yes, exactly. Let's just be honest about, and if you, and yeah, it's like, uh, there's a lot of that, but I just, I, w- I could have used someone like me. So I'm trying to be that person for young women. It's amazing. You're doing like a public service. Thank uh, you. One place people can see you besides comedy works is Netflix. You're on the standups. They're yeah, I'm on the standups season. on Netflix. Uh, first season of the standups, episode four. Find me on there. I also have, uh, um, if you have Sirius, which, why would you if you're listening to Terrestrial Radio? But I do have a radio show on Sirius every morning called You Up with Nikki Glaser. We also are going to have a podcast that you can download soon and listen to. It's called You Up. And um, I, what else do I have? I have a lot. You have a ton. You I'm going to so be on the Tonight on. Show next week. On how do you do Thursday. it? I have I to show up at this job Monday through Friday and it's exhausting. I don't know how I do it. I literally... Uh, what I need right now is an example of someone who works really hard and takes a break once in a while because I don't know what that looks like and I need someone to like exemplify that for me because it looks like you just think that you have to say yes to everything you have to do everything and that every offer that comes in is a gift and you have to do it and on the other side of it I just want to collapse and cry like a lot of times I will push myself I'll, I'll say yes to so many things I'll have so many appointments so many auditions so many meetings so many different interviews that I eventually I'll show up to one and I'll just start crying. And that's what I know. I just, I'm like, I need to go on vacation. Do you ever just like want to go to rehab, but like not for an addiction? But you don't have but a just problem because like, you just want someone to sit there and you tell just, you you're okay and listen to what's going and on. And to not let you leave. Yes. And do anything else. You just have to be here. Yes. And go to, and do art And they therapy feed you? And feed you. Like I, it's, I, I desperately want to go to rehab. I think Pretty they make soon. like retreats. 
Yeah, for things like that. I just need a break. It's getting to a point where it's a lot. I'm working a lot, but like, I still enjoy it. I just, I'm, I, I feel like I have so much of my life figured out, and then I just overbook myself, and I'm like, oh no, girl, you are, you, you gotta, you gotta take a breath once in a while and know that saying no to things is like saying yes to so much. Because when you say, that's the thing I learned in therapy that I really took with me was like, when you say no to something, you're saying yes to everything else. People always think that, oh, if I say no to something, I'm missing out. And it's like, no, when you say yes to that thing, you're missing out on everything you can't do because of that thing. Right? So FOMO is a huge thing, fear of missing out. But like, take time for yourself. You're allowed to take a break and shut down. And that's what I'm going to do after this interview because I'm going to say thankfully until my show's tonight. You're not taking a break until at least Sunday because you've got two shows tonight. Yeah, two shows on Saturday. Yes, comedy Which I'm works. I'm so out. excited about. I really have a great time on live shows. You, if you're listening to me right now and being like, I don't want to support her addiction to working. Don't come out and support it. I love these. This is live how shows you take a, your break. You need the really money to go to rehab. For me. And I'm going to be super loose and maybe high on stage this weekend. Who knows? Um, but I'm. Anything I always is. treat going to Denver like a vacation it really is so much fun for me because I have so many friends here and the audiences are always so great so don't disappoint and come out and see me and I'll I'll meet you after the show I'll take a picture um let's have fun yes let's have fun thank you so much for coming in Nikki we hate to keep you from you know relaxing but I think it was depression naps and hey look at this we didn't blow anything up we didn't go off the air two women managed to conduct an interview all by ourselves how did we do it and I'm on my period you guys I just started I just started bleeding and I'm very excited about it. Do you ever like get it and you're like, oh yeah, that's what I was crying about. I always go, I never see it coming. I never Ali, I never see like every time there's always a point in the month where I go, Why do I want to drown my dogs right now? What's (laughs) happening? And then literally I went to the therapist the other day and I was like crying the whole time and I was just like, and this guy isn't texting me back, and I just feel like I'm living a lie and like all these things. And she just, therapists aren't supposed to do this, but she just goes, okay, well, we're out of time, but I just want to point something out. I just want to ask you a question. I don't normally ask my patients this, but um, what part of your cycle are you at? <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, you're supposed to like dissect my life and be like, it's your parents' fault or it's yeah. it's because you pressures of society. But she's like, bitch, you're about to start bleeding any second now. And she's right. <laughs> that was two days ago it. and it started... Just minutes ago. I mean, I, I've i come as close to beating it as we ever will. Morena's yeah. a wonderful thing. It's what? Morena. Morena? Oh, yeah. I um I was Not on um the IUD for a while, and I was getting really bad migraines. Oh. So I had to get off it. it. So now I'm just using the pull-out method, which I know doesn't work. It does. It works just as well as condoms. Science said so. Really? Yes. Oh, because whenever he, my boyfriend would forget the pull-out method, I would use the other pull-out method, which is you go to CVS and you pull out a $50 bill and you slam it on the counter and you go, give me the good stuff. And then they, <laughs> they give you the morning after pill and a Diet Dr. Pepper to wash it down. Comes to an even 50. All right. Well, I mean, advice from Nikki Glazer this yep. morning. We're giving you all all you could ever need. So 17-year-olds know what you have to look forward I to. I hope there's a 17-year-old listening. If you're listening, will you tweet at me, Nikki Glazer? Let me know what you thought of this interview. They're going to love it. It's I'm so excited. Advice. Thanks for coming Thanks for in having morning, me in, Allie. Oh, this has been great.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 